0: Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies Welcome to another week, another episode Of the Medicine Ball Podcast You could have chose to spend your Timoleons anywhere And you chose to spend them with me I appreciate you, never take that lightly Before we get into it, let my beat drop Yes, yes, Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact And if you're any shape, at least your brain should be Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Medicine Ball Podcast, where we focus on giving your brain a six-pack by exercising your mind, and I'm going to tell you exactly what that means. Exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now, if you're someone who struggles to think about things beforehand, as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training, dedication and practice. Now I'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off an of instinct requires effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easier? Well the first step can be very easy and that's to begin to look at things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life. Now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers. You will however begin to live with more understanding, patience and and empathy while simultaneously equipping yourself with tools, tips, tricks and hacks to help you deal with this thing called life. Now before we go any further, I'm no doctor, I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist. I have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level 1 for 16 years. And I got to a point in my life where I was looking at the person I was becoming versus the person I wanted to be. And that required me amongst other things to look at my mental health responsibly. And then not you diagnosed or you know someone who's diagnosed or one of the millions of Americans who now say I say this every week They suffer from some sort of depression it Doesn't even matter, this is your family Pull up a seat, kick up your feet Welcome to Medicine Ball, we're gonna get right into it This week's episode, season 2, episode 23 Motivator Let's go Motivator Motivator is the word, but I'm saying it like that for a reason Motor. Vader. What does that mean? Well, let's get into it Before we get into it it's time for those announcements. Yo, yo, I'd like to let you guys know I have been accepted. I think I let y'all know I already got accepted by R-Heart Radio. Now I'm letting you guys know I was um accepted by Amazon, right? So if you got Amazon Music or Audible, you can now check the Medicine Ball podcast on that platform. I was one of the people they reached out to early. Um, The email has some kind of weird confidentiality in it i'm a legal person i didn't even want to play with it so i didn't say anything about it but they sent me the email confirming it's been added so you can check it there now and please like subscribe share you know even if it's not for you if you know somebody who you see always maybe talking about they need some motivation or some different ways to look at things share it with them man and as always follow me on instagram my instagram popping now shout out to all of y'all it's not me it's y'all and that is medicine ball l s and the number three medicine ball l s three on instagram that will also link you to my uh producer page where i do a lot of the music and the beats and whatnot and facebook page as well you can go find a facebook page you just search medicine ball it's a group and a page like the page join the group um talk to me there i'm accessible. all right let's get right into it this week's episode so yeah it's episode 23 and i know i gave this big spill like um two weeks ago on the primetime episode so that's been two weeks ago episode 21 about how I always look to sports people first when I look for my when I look for my uh names and kind of my themes on my shows and it's episode 23 and it's not named MJ it's named motivator and I realized that however it is directly related to MJ and let's get right into it and let me explain what is a motivator uh now the definition is something that provides a reason or stimulus to do something or a person who promotes interest in or enthusiasm for something michael jordan we already know he was about them rings and things all right he was about the championship and especially if you watch the last dance he was trying to do something special you know what i mean they were trying to string together two back-to-back three-peats and a lot of people say he was rough and as i watched the last dance like i'll always be kobe for life but like as i watched the last dance like I, I i'm not even gonna lie i like michael jordan even more you know like i still hear the stories about him and the arrogant thing but just from that aspect of a goal that was trying to be accomplished a special goal he was by any means necessary, man, and he didn't care if that man picking on you for the time being because he knew the bigger role. So, yeah, it's not cool to pick on anybody, but if you're trying to get a 3P or you know that that little joke is going to get you a three point. not only that, make this person a better player. Michael just did. He he was heartless in that way to where he wasn't even empathetic about it might hurt their feelings. He was like, yo, it's good for him. We're going to get it. And even though it was indirect, it was a stimulus, Right or a reason to promote interest in doing something because he was michael jordan and because he carried that aura with him that was almost enough for anybody to follow his lead even if they didn't understand it but Hecker high water he provided a reason or an interest or an enthusiasm for something if he had to call you a name to get you enthusiastic or get your energy up to run that extra sprint or play defense harder he, he would do it and i mean like I respect that and what they were trying to accomplish with that. Long story co- short, they came together to um, you know, um a common goal, to accomplish a common goal. So something else I always talk about, or a movie rather that I always talk about, is called Whiplash. Right? And it's a movie with uh Miles Teller, and um I'm not I wasn't really familiar with him, but I'm definitely, and I'm sure most of y'all are familiar with JK Simmons and the movie is about this guy who wants to be a jazz drummer let me make sure I make it specific because apparently that's different from wanting to be a regular drummer he wanted to be a jazz drummer and like this dude was practicing I think I've talked about this but he was practicing so hard that like his hands were bleeding he was he was a drummer and he was developing calluses on his hands and like jk was the teacher and he would berate him he would throw books at him while he was playing and long story short was he he and it was cruel like i'm not saying that the action was right but it ended up bringing the best out of him to the point where okay so he was his teacher right at this uh private academy and long story short he had abused his kids so much like the kid had gotten to a car accident trying to run to his car and shoot up the street to his dorm to get his drumsticks he got into an accident my dude hopped out the car and he walked from that accident in and sat down and started playing and you know the teacher started going ahead and doing the conductor type thing and then he eventually stopped it so anyway from that the teacher ended up getting uh, kicked out of the school and the kid never did the school so I think maybe it might have been maybe a year later somehow they run across each other in a bar where the kid is now you know and he wasn't really a kid of underage but he is a college age student he goes to a bar and he sees the teacher playing the drums at the bar or maybe he was conducting at the bar or whatever for like a professional band and they start talking to each other and when they conversate with each other it almost comes off as the teacher didn't know that this was the kid that had reported him and it was really his parents because the kid didn't want to turn the guy in it was really his parents who had reported him and gotten him in trouble he act like you, you could not tell in the scene that he was knowledgeable of that but if you know his character you had to know that he knew so anyway, he's like, well, I actually uh, am a conductor at down at this particular theater. Now, it was a major theater. I can't remember if it was in Chicago or whatever, but it was a for real theater, like a for real performance. And he was like, I got to, you know, open seat if you want it. He was like, all right, cool. He gives him the music, right? <laughs> this guy practices this music. He gets prepared and everything. And then when they get there and start playing right before they start playing, he realized that the teacher had given him the wrong sheet music. And the teacher says, I know it was you who turned me in. And this is like while they're sitting in front of the audience and the teacher, the conductor comes up. He's not his teacher anymore, but he's the conductor. He comes over and whispers that to him. So now in front of this audience, in front of these jazz critics and whatnot, he's really, really messing up. He's really, really. And I'm telling too much of the movie, but you can still go see the movie and catch it up. He's really, really messing up. And long story short, he stops the whole thing, the conductor and my man gives one of the best. I don't even think you could fake this. Like, I don't even see how you could fake this. He gave one of the best drum solos, and I'm not into jazz drums, but from watching that movie and from what he did, Lordy, under the pressure, he became great. So that movie, JK, the teacher, even though it was not in a kind way, he was a motivator, and he brought the best out of him. So that started to get me to thinking about, like, you know, what are some less extremes and keeping in line with medicine ball that I can give as an example of some motivators. So I try to stick to stuff that I'm knowledgeable about about and I know. And of course, I'm going to tie the big guy J.C. in there because, number one, Jesus Christ is like the greatest motivator of all time. But we ain't going to go there. So let's start with Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, like I would almost say he's a household name. If you have any inkling of sports, Phil Jackson is a household name. And I can relate, and I was careful with this, some of the tactics that Phil used that made him a great motivator, I'm going to relate them to Jesus as well, right? So look, check this out. One of the main things, Phil Jackson did a lot of things. First of all, he was innovative, and in the second seg, I'm going to give you these things that you'll see that these great motivators had that will make you a motivator because it also can help you motivate yourself. But one of the things that I that I noticed Phil Jackson do, and I thought it was so dope, and I call it the play through it, right? Like I play NBA 2K, the video game, and I'll do this if I'm playing the game when I can call the timeout. I'll say play through it. And what that meant is like it would be a stretch. So in basketball, they have these things, and this is for the people who don't know, they have these things called runs. And what a run means is that your team or the opposing team is able to consistently score points at a higher rate than your team. So there's two type of runs. There's a point to zero run. So, for instance, they'll be like uh, there's they're on a 10 and 0 run. So that means one team scored 10 points in a row. And in the time that they scored those 10 points, the other team didn't score any points. Right. And the other type of run I call is a high discrepancy run. So it will be something like. They're on a 20 and 8 run. So yeah, they score eight points, but you score 20. You can't do that in professional basketball. So it he Phil Jackson would use this tactic, and most of the time it would be when the team, his team, and the Lakers or the Bulls was on the bad side of a run. They had a couple of turnovers and they was getting smoked. Every single or a majority of basketball coaches is going to call a timeout after that happens. Peep this next time you watch basketball. If you don't know about it and you just be watching, if you're a lady who watches with your man or just, you know, somebody wants to know. Next time you watch basketball, if you see a situation where it's like a three-pointer and then the other team doesn't score and then it's another three-pointer, and then the other team doesn't score, then it might be a two-pointer. And then the other team doesn't score. Then a two-pointer, nine times out of 10, the coach is going to call a timeout. Even on the video game, I can tell when they're going to do this. It's like, yo, because the idea is to slow it down before he gets out of hand. Phil Jackson would let his people play through it. I used to love that, right? He's not going to save you with no timeout. He's going to let you go through some adversity to get you better because you might be in a situation where you don't have no timeouts and you have to ball out and you have to turn it around and I used to love that so that's just one instance of one great coach Phil Jackson I think he has 10 championships and maybe even another one with the franchise as an executive or something like that crazy let's talk about Jesus Christ it's the same thing and that's one thing that I'm starting to realize and I do realize as I go through my religious you know journey like sometimes God so let me not say Jesus Christ God all right God will let you play through that. He's not going to always call that time out when you're going through something. When you're struggling or going through a rough patch or you might be moody or you might have just got a flat tire. And you might pray, oh, God, please, why is God not helping me? He's going to let you play through it. And I'm not taking them lightly, but I think it's a beautiful thing that I can relate some of these tactics to what I see through God. Because it's just like, man, you might have a toothache. be like oh god please i'll do anything for this toothache and you'd be like if you love me why you didn't help me with this toothache guy well maybe he want to show you how to deal with some with some pain so in another situation where something that hurts you happens you'll be able to bear the pain like they always say joy wouldn't be so good if it wasn't for pain like sunny days wouldn't be special if it wasn't for rain it, you gotta have something to compare it to, or else you won't know what good is. So God let you play through it. So I'm not gonna harp on that too much, but that's a sign of a good motivator because you will have more confidence in yourself the next time you face similar adversity to push through. You have been motivated. So let's talk about another one, Vince Lombardi. Now, Phil Jackson. I was I'm I was old enough, or I'm the age enough to where I like saw him coach the Bulls and the Lakers. So I got to see him in action with this. And he did other things outside of the playthrough. Vince Lombardi is not a guy that I was alive to like really see him in action. But one thing that I'm able to know about Vince Lombardi and for those of you who don't know, we're talking football now. So I used a basketball one and I'm using a football one now. Um, The Super Bowl trophy is named after Vince Lombardi. It's called the Vince Lombardi trophy. And one thing that I noticed about Vince Lombardi, this dude got a lot of quotes a lot of quotes and with those quotes it's situations where it's just like you can tell that the words are just that powerful to where they can move a team they can inspire something into a team like i'll just give you an example perfection is not obtainable but if we chase perfection we could catch excellence Now, if you're a black person or listen to battle rap, that's bars right there. That's a powerful thing. He got a bunch of them. Like, stuff that you probably say you might not even know came from Vince. Winners never quit and quitters never win. It's not whether you get knocked down. It's whether you get up. Individual commitment to a group effort, that is what makes a team, a company, a society work, a civilization work. Like, these are just, like, powerful things for a guy who's talking about something you would look at just like football. And that's the other thing. I'm gonna relate it back to my religious thing. Yeah, I gotta touch on it, y'all, because like when I write my notes out, it hits me, and I put a little special asterisk next to it and everything. But it's just like, if you look at the Bible, like some of them quotes is is just like quotes we live by. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Honor thy mother and father. Thou shalt not steal. It's the same thing. They're powerful words that are not very that are not rarely drawn out, but have a deep. Passionate meaning that is just too much to explain. It touches on you in a different place in your mental. Those are just some examples of some motivators. So, I I said this in my notes a lot of people, a majority of people, I would say, like would shy away or run from the opportunity to be that motivational person or, you know, be the person that people because once you are known as a motivator, like you would just naturally attract people. Like when people are like, yo, it's something about your vibe and your viber and all of that, something about the way that you speak onto people motivates them and makes them feel good about themselves. And I'm not saying it in a bad way. It's just a good way. But when you have that gift, when God blesses you with that type of gift, it can be overwhelming because people as humans will not be aware enough to know that they're constantly coming back for a fix. It's a fix. Like, oh, I'm down, I need a motivation or a pep talk, and that's all it is. And so a lot of people don't want to deal with that, but a lot of people strive for it. And even if you're having trouble motivating yourself or getting yourself up or pushing one more step towards being a kinder person or a more understandable person, and it just gets hard and you need a motivation, I'm going to tell y'all in this next seg: three keys to motivation that will also make you a good motivator and i'm also going to depth a little bit more with why i named this episode the way i did motor vader all right ls3 you already know season two episode 23 motivator thank y'all for tuning in check this beat and we'll be right back with you Yeah, yeah yeah ls3 if you ain't in the shape at least your brain should be that's right let's give your brain a six-pack this is season two episode 23 motivator yo if y'all be listening to my podcast y'all are like really family that beat right there that I y'all just heard like there's rappers who i won't even email that beat too so if you one of the people who check this and even if you don't like the content i'm hitting y'all with some fire music let me know what y'all think man um I was listening to that. It was going nuts, I think. But anyway, let's get back to it. Vader. So the first thing I want to... Let me go ahead and point out why I put Motor in it. So I'm going to go back to basketball. One of my favorite basketball players. And I watched a lot of basketball. And Kobe Bryant I hold to a high standard. And that's why I'm not big on the James train. But that's another story. Russell Westbrook is by far one of my favorite uh, basketball players. Now let me elaborate on this a little bit. Now, when it comes to motivators or being motivational or motivated, there's two different types, but both types encompass both of these parts. And this is just now this part right here. I didn't get from no research. This is just my my point of view, layman's terms. Right. So there's the type of people who say things very powerful and their actions will match. But the, the thing that sticks out is the things that they say. And their actions will match because if not, they would be a hypocrite. But then there's people whose actions is very, very loud. And they say something from time to time. And it might not even be that solid, but it may be carry weight because that person's actions are so loud, right? Russell Westbrook is one of those people, man. Like he has a high motor. Like if you I think we talked about this. If you hear sports pretty much across the board on sports that requires some kind of motion or movement there's always going to be some type of reference to a person's motor do, do they have a high motor and i'm explaining y'all what that means so like let's use russell westbrook you know you can go youtube or google him if you go look at him he's always moving he's always moving around he's always in the action he's always in the pass lane he's always in your face he's gonna get a rebound he's gonna bump you going down the court he's always moving always action always high energy I have never seen a game where this man Russell Westbrook is not at 110 percent I don't care what's going on and that's like and I know it doesn't sound rare because we talking about professional athletes that's super rare that is very rare that somebody be 110 percent every time so if you you know if he's like that when the cameras is on he's probably been like that his whole life you can't fake that and that is the first step or the first key to being a more motivated person or a motivator having a high motor being active always doing something now side note god is also a motivator because he's always active he's always moving he's always doing something but if you want to be a motivator yourself or motivate yourself Man, like, I see people all the time say it's corny to just, like, talk positive and all that. But, like, who wants to be around a person who's always, like, down? And who has the Eeyore? I call it the Eeyore or the um the uh, Snuffy the Snuffleupagus, right? Who, If you used to watch uh, Sesame Street, he might it might still be popping. Now nah, I don't have no kids, so I'm not a grown man looking for Sesame Street. But if it is, Snuffy the Snuffleupagus, Eeyore, the real, uh, hi, bird or the eeyore hey poo hope you got your hunt don't nobody want to be motivated like that you're not going to motivate yourself if you walk around like that like oftentimes like and my people probably think i'm crazy who, if they're around when this happens but like i'll be grumbling and, and frustrated about something like man this is so frustrating and then after that i've been the founder joking it and i laugh so if you're somebody who's around me <laughs> if you're somebody who's around me And I got something serious going on You're likely to hear oh this is so frustrating And then after that You're likely to hear "Ha ha And I know you probably like this dude is a nut But what it is is like I try to be Upbeat like man When people do stuff that bothers me I try to be upbeat about it I give y'all another Example right so at my Job like we I work from Home so we do this chat thing And there's this young lady man no matter what's going on she starts a little bit later in the day but it's like it'd be chaotic sometimes right and she could be mad she could be upset because she didn't get in the chat fast enough before she get into all of that she come into that chat room and she's like hey everybody and like that brightens my day up because i'm like man she's so consistent now after that she might hit you with the why take me so hard to get into the chat you know what i mean but that just brightens the room. And even the grumpy people in the chat will be like, hey, miss. And it just changes the mood. They'll speak back to her. So that is the first step in being a key motivator, whether it be to yourself or to others. The second one is something that, uh, and again, all of these are things that you can't fake is what I'm noticing as I'm going through them. Like you, it's either in you or it's on you or you can't wear it like a shirt. All right. So the second thing is you have to have a real passion and love and a want for people to succeed you can't fake that so in order to be a good motivator like you gotta honestly deep down in your heart and in your spirit want somebody other than yourself to succeed and i mean in religious terms if we take it a step further it would be to succeed even at the expense of yourself but i'm not gonna take it there that that extreme because i know everybody's not on that level but um you have to have a passion and love for someone when you have a passion and love for someone and with me i'm i'm aware of it in myself just because i practice self-awareness and i like i focus on it but like when i really start talking to someone it might be something i'm trying to, to diffuse or i might be trying to convey to that person that like yo i got your back i can feel it in myself and i think i've even talked about this before it can be a text message and the people who are around me and it's not the person i'm talking to will be like yo i just felt something about your spirit or i just felt like I don't know. It was just a weird vibe, and what I've learned is like because I'm 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 kind of aware of my blessing or one of the blessings that God has given me, which is to kind of like, you know, alleviate stress and emotional pain and suffering in people. And I, I'm still working on it, but like people tell me, like, yo, I just felt your whole vibe change, and that's because I totally commit to that person. So you have to be passionate, and when you're that, when you're that type of person how does this help you motivate yourself because if you're not motivated for yourself if you have somebody else to motivate you that's even more i talk about my grandmother all the time like it'd be days i'd be really going through it at my job and my grandmother says something to me and you know my grandmother is old she's older she has dementia she's had a couple of strokes and like what do you think that does to my spirit when i hear my grandmother say i pray for you every night My grandmother she's like 85 years old and she prays for me every night i can't let her down on those days when i don't want to do the podcast or i might not want to be as kind or amicable as i normally am you know what i mean i'm not gonna let her down so that's the second part the passion once you have a passion and a true love and a want for others to succeed a lot of that motivation upon yourself and upon others will come out and the last thing the last thing actively looking For ways to uplift and support others right so that motivates yourself by one because it 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 gives you something to do so even if you're like hey i don't want to do it for myself it gives you something to do It's, it's 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 a task in itself to actively look for ways to uplift and motivate others like i get really excited when somebody reach out to me about advice whether it be about music business or the music business i get really really excited and i just start pouring out all this information like yo you gotta get llc yo you gotta get your ass cap your bmi and sometimes i gotta slow down and it's like that person will continue to come back to me it might not even be immediately it might be like a month later but i might not even have a relationship with them but they may have seen me speaking on a platform or doing something and from there they're uh You know, wanting to ask me a question or it might be about life or about dealing with stress or about being diagnosed like I take that joint serious and I get so excited because I know I've put in the work to get the information and sometimes it don't even be for me. A lot of the research that I do and that opens me up to doing these weird research on these things that I get knowledge about is because I'm, it's not even because I want to know it, but I just want to be responsible if somebody asks me about it. If somebody asks me something about the music business aspect of it, like I think someone said something to me about DistroKid and I'm familiar with ASCAP and BMI, but I wasn't too f- familiar with Distro Kid, being as I don't rap, I just do the music production part. And uh, I went and researched it. And even though it has nothing to do with me with not wanting to release like a song I rapped on, I made sure I got the effort the the information on it because somebody might ask me for it and i'm always looking for ways actively to help and be kind to others and uplift others like i catch myself and i even write it down like always look for a way to throw a compliment in if i go and mention something under somebody's status on facebook or whatnot and i feel like they took it the wrong way i go back and i make it clear like hey if that came off negative i apologize i only want to uplift you so you know it's hard for a person to get upset if you say something like that but i would be really meaning it i mean well but I talked about this too um intentions without proper execution won't always work out all right so i want to leave you with those three things man have a high motor move around make something happen have real passion and love and caring for others that's number two and number three always be actively looking for ways to positively uplift with people And with that being said, I'd like to take this time to thank you for joining me on the Medicine Ball Podcast. Season 2, Episode 23, Motor Vader. If you made it to the end of this podcast, if it was a rough week, a rough month, a rough day, a rough hour, maybe it's just like you feel like there's nothing else you can do. It's it's the end. Nobody believes in you. I believe in you. I, I believe in you. You made it. I got love for you. If you're somebody listening, you can contact me, and I'll do everything I can to lead you in the right direction. Keep your head up. I love y'all. Till we meet again next week, this is Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. Exercise your mind. Stay up, E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. Yeah, yeah.